Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm back, man. After a week. Sorry, I kept you away for a week, man. But we back. You gotta fuck with my realness. I'm sick with it, like I'm stuck with an illness. It ain't luck that I'm still rich. Just more reason for me to tuck and conceal this. Your boy might have to hit a fuck nigga kill switch. Snap right back to me standing in the project. Baking soda boxes, son handing me the pyrex. We were small in, but the plan was to be five x. The world is yours, plan, but man, I need that nozzle. SG 400, that's all your boy wanted. The light skinned shorty from next door, that's front. She couldn't see that I was that next bar, son. Maybe I just needed to flex more, son. Now I hit that fucking Rolex store for nothing. And I can teach niggas give lectures on stunting. And if I need a bitch, I can text yours or something. Then she don't see me the next tour. Son, shit crazy, right? Imagine me when I was 23 Riding through Brooklyn, realizing it's only one of me Noticing I'm who the wannabes wanna be And feeling like all of y'all don't want none of me In this kitchen, step back and watch the chef cook My corner told me counter jazz with a left hook Give me mine, you don't wanna see my stress look I drive through with the mask, looking like Westbrook Cash me out for the 20 G's, I'm in there I multiply it by how many times I've been here 40 G's for the show with the end is Dog, I ain't here ATM in 10 years There's a difference in getting money and got money I'm just a winner with a pocket full of pot money I ain't judging baby, go and get that dot money Better save for a rainy day when it's go not get that sun money, man. You know, niggas change just like the weather Getting one argument and just like whatever Meet a new bitch who look just like whoever People saying wasn't they just like together My bitch ass feels soft just like my lever Got a good head on her, I just like him clever <laughs> Fuck the lame ass shit You wouldn't look this good in the same ass fit I'll give it to you niggas on some aim blast shit Sound feeling man After a week man <laughs> Episode 63 ladies and gentlemen Halfway crooks If you scared of look you shook Cause ain't no such thing as a halfway crooks Stupid, stupid, stupid. It's where the F A B O L O U S. Just a vibe. <laughs> That's right, man. I'm just a vibe. You can't find nowhere else, ladies and gentlemen. That's it, man. As as F as the F A B O L O U S says. Straight out of Medellin. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that shit, fam. Ain't no such thing. Ain't no such thing as niggas telling you how to get your money, man. Nah, man. Never that. Unless I'm asking you for some money. It's your boy, you know, the notorious Gucci, the boy with the most sauce, the boy with the most masala. We have a side of chutney, you know. Sprinkle bear got a masala on top. It's your boy, the one and only. It's your host, Millenoza. Episode 63, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody's scared to get that money, man. <laughs> Sound feeling, man. Nose bone, uh. <laughs> Tell them, Fab.
Yes, ladies and gentlemen, man, welcome back to another great episode of the Quintessential Podcast. I'm your host, as I said, the boy with the most sauce, the boy with the most chutney, the boy with the most masala, sprinkling a bit of garam masala on top. The roti to your subji, man, the dal to your rice, as I like to say. <laughs> it's your boy, the one and only, Melanoza. Episode 63 of the Quintessential Podcast, as I said. We back, man, after a week, man. Sorry, man, left you guys in the lurch for a week. I had to take care of some shit, man. I was abroad doing some business things, innit? Now, I'm a businessman. I'm a businessman. I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman, as the great Hova said. <laughs> yeah, I was taking care of some work, man, so I was away, so I couldn't... Uh, Get to a microphone in time, but uh, yeah, we back, man, and we got a lot of shit to discuss. Obviously, as we had a week up, a week off, a lot of music to discuss, man. A few bits and bobs on the music, and we got the biggest movie of the decade of the year, man, to talk about as well. So. I got your key there, it will be a spoiler free episode anyway, spoiler free in terms of the biggest movie in the decade, the Avengers Endgame, it will be a spoiler free review for anybody who hasn't seen it yet, but if you haven't seen it yet man, what are you doing man, it's been out for nearly a week now, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, but uh, it will be a spoiler free one just for in case anybody hasn't seen it yet, or if people are still in two minds go see it. Yeah, episode 63, man, of the Quintessential Podcast, as I said, man, a lot of shit to get to, so, without further ado, let's get <clears throat> the shit rolling, man, we had a plethora of singles come out in the last two weeks or so, so I'm gonna run through all the main uh, singles that came out, and do forgive me if I have missed anything, but, um, these are the ones that caught my attention anyway. Uh, these are well, these are the ones that I was uh, keep, uh, looking for. And uh, let's kick things off with Scissor, Travis Scott, and The Weeknd with Power Is Power coming from the Game of Thrones soundtrack that was released as well just last week. And yeah, just to coincide with the season 8 release of uh, the new season of Game of Thrones. Yeah, so. A lot of people were in a lot of scepticism about, you know, these particular artists and a soundtrack being released for this season, you know, because they don't really f- fit with the old medieval, mythical sort of vibe. And, uh, you know, I myself as uh, being a person who has never watched the show, I mean, uh, yeah, never like ever, ever watched the show is just not something that appeals to me. Um, I checked this song out and, you know, I think fans of the show will like it because it's more their kind of vibe, but it wasn't anything eye-catching for me, even with the big names of Scissor, Travis Scott and The Weeknd. I think all three are big Game of Thrones fans, uh, hence they're on this project. But, uh, yeah, and for me, as I've never really seen the show and, you know, I'm just not familiar with the background score or anything with the show, all the themes and stuff, I mean, the music, the, the, I think the score for the... Uh, season and for the whole series is very um, prevalent in this song as well you can hear it you know so I think that's obviously it's influenced the song and the soundtrack as well obviously but uh, yeah as I said it's not really for me if I'm honest it's not really for me uh, I didn't really enjoy it I thought you know let me check out uh, this song with all these uh, these three big names on it but yeah it didn't really do much for me maybe it's because obviously I'm not a big fan of the show and I you know I just don't know have a clue what's going on 
But uh, yeah, that's Scissor Travis Scott and the Weekend with Paris Power from that new Game of Thrones soundtrack that is on your streaming services now. Go check that out. And as always, I will post a link to these songs in the bio of the episode once it is released. So that's Scissor Travis Scott and the Weekend with Paris Power off the new Game of Thrones soundtrack. Next up, man, we've got C Breezy. C Beezy, Chris Breezy, man. Uh, he drops his second single of 2019 uh, leading up to his new album Indigo coming uh, within the next month or two right he teamed up with Nicki Minaj who he's also going on tour with uh, in the summer and uh, G Easy to uh, drop the track Wobble Up man and yeah this is it's, it's, it's an alright track man I can see this track ringing off in a lot of clubs uh, it is like a little club party kind of record as well and uh but uh you know it's 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 okay i preferred his other one the, the back to love that he put out the other week but yeah this one it's it's, it's all right you know it's, it is what it is it's a your typical chris brown party club sort of track uh you know getting the girls you know to you know twerk and things like that so it's it's your late it's your ladies twerk anthem for the summer really if I'm being honest, uh, so but yeah, it's a decent track, you know. Chris does his thing, Nikki does her thing, Jeezy comes in, and does his thing as well. So yeah, it's a decent track. Uh, I expect um, probably that to climb up the charts quite quickly and to impact all the clubs, all the pool parties, and yeah, all, and yeah, just all the parties over these next coming weeks. But yeah, it's a decent, decent track by Chris. Not his best in terms of the party scene, but. It is what it is, as I said, it's your ladies twerk record for the summer. So, uh, yeah, make sure you go check that out. That's Chris Brown, Nicki Minaj, She Easy with Wobble Up. Next up, man, we got Detroit's own uh, T Grizzly. T Grizzly, man, he uh, dropped a good few projects last year. And, you know, we very slept on. But, yeah, he dropped a, quite a few good projects of it last year. And he teamed up with J-Rock on one of these tracks for that uh, deluxe version of Redemption, which was also really dope. Shit is real, I believe it's called. Uh, so he comes through and drops his first offering of 2019 with God's Warrior. And uh, to be honest, man, um, it's quite a short offering from uh, from T on this one. Uh, I mean, the song was over in a blink of an eye. To me, for me, to be honest, I know it's about two minutes or so. But... Um, yeah, like I, th- I thought the song went really quick, and uh, I don't know, there was uh, there was like a beat switch in the, in halfway, which I found was really dope as well. But uh, I, th- I preferred if the song was a bit longer, man. Um, but you know, it's it's a decent song as well from Tia. He's always been putting out uh, good music, man. As I said, heavily slept on, but he's always been putting out good music. Uh, and yeah, this is no different here with God's Warrior, man. A really dope track. Uh, I'm not sure if we're gonna get an album from T this year. Uh, but this is the first offering. I think maybe this might be leading up to a future project coming out this year. But for now, uh, we got this new track, God's Warrior, and it's dope, man. It's dope. I like the beat switch, as I said, in the middle. Uh, the only only gripe about this is, is that it's very short, like two minutes to just just clocking in under two and a half minutes or so. So I wish it would be, I wish it was longer. But nonetheless, still a dope track. That's T Grizzly with God's Warrior, man. Next up, man, we got 24 Hours. Yeah, my boy, 24 Hours. He drops a new track with frequent collaborator Ty Dolla Sign and uh, another frequent collaborator, Dom Kennedy. And they put out the track Back Out, man. And it's a really, really dope track, man. I really like it. 24 makes really great music, man. Another person who's heavily slept on, man. 
And you know, Ty, you know how I feel about Ty Dollar, man. The guy, guy kills it every time, you know, on the feature and things like that. And Dom does his thing as well, man. This song, Back Out, it's your party record, man. As again, we're gearing up for summer, man. So everybody putting out these summer, summer bangers, these summer party records, man, to get everybody in the vibe, to get the girls in the mood, you know, get the twerks on and things like that. <laughs> so this one is no different. Uh, uh, a great track here, man. I think I prefer this one. I prefer over the Chris Brown track, man. If I'm honest, <laughs> and uh, yeah, but uh, the, this is this is a dope track, man. By 24, Ty Dollar and Dom Kennedy. So that is back out by 24 hours. Ty Dollar sign on Dom Kennedy. Back out, yes. Uh, that's one all on your streaming services right now. Next up, man, we got the legendary man SP, the Ghost. Man, we got SP, man. He's putting out his new album, man, uh, this Friday, uh, May the 3rd, uh, titled SP The Goat, the G-O-A-T, not The Ghost, The Goat, man. You know, Star Wars, Star Wars continues to work, man. Uh, this far into his career, man, he continues to work. He put out three, three, four amazing projects last year. He had the Nickelback EP, he put out uh, the G-Host album he put out, then he put out his... Um, Dimebag uh, album as well, man, and then he put out that beloved with Dave East, man. Styles keeps working, man. He keeps working, and yeah, this year I think it seems like it's no different, man. Around uh, around ra- ra- about the same time he dropped the G Host album, he's dropping his new album, SP the Goat, man, and um, that is coming this Friday, and he drops the first single from it uh, called Change. And you know how I feel about Styles, man. The guy is a legend, uh, you know, a legend in the game. So you know, SP the Goat, man. SP the Ghost, one of my favorite ever rappers, man. And yeah, this song is hard, man. This song changes hard. As expected, man. I expect nothing less from Styles, man. And uh, yeah, so make sure you go check out this one, Styles P Change. Be on the lookout for that new album, man. SP the Goat coming this Friday, May the third. Shout out, shouts out the stars, man. Big fan. Next up, man, uh, we got King Crook, man. So obviously it's been two weeks since uh, you know I had my last episode. So uh, we got two weeklies, man. We start off with weekly number sixteen. It was that was party, right? And there's a flip on um, Notorious B.I.G.'s party and bullshit record. As you know, Crook's go-to producer Diz, he flips that, uh, flips a classic record, and gives his own take on it. Really, really dope, man. You know, Crook's uh, doing, Crook's, you know, going hard with these uh, weekly series, as you know. And if you've been listening, you know, he's just, he's just a, a superior elite MC that he is, man. He's just, uh, that's just, just sums Crook up. So, man, really dope with the uh, party track uh, he put out. Uh, just about two weeks ago and then he switches it up and pays homage to Outcast's two dope boys man and he flips uh, that track to make the song Cadillac for uh, just last week's uh, um, uh, weekly man number 17 uh, so really really dope man and this does, a, this does another great classic flip on another classic record and Crook, Crook comes in and smokes it man he smokes it uh, as always as expected so that's dope, man. Um, Shouts out to Crook, man, always showing us love. And that is, uh, you know, King Crooked with Party and Cadillac, man. That's your last two weeklies uh, so there. And they are on your streaming services now. So shout out to Crook, man. Keep going strong with these weeklies. Next up, man, we got YG. So YG, uh, he is set to release his uh, new album, 
uh, in this month, uh, in the month of May, right, in the next few weeks. He obviously did delay it after the untimely passing of the late great Nipsey Hussle, rest in peace, man. Uh, so he did delay it off of there. Uh, but he dropped the first uh, single from uh, this new album coming up. And it's called Stop Snitching. And he released the accompanying set of visuals. Takes it back to slave, uh, the uh, slavery, slavery three theme. Sorry, <laughs> I'm getting my boys mixed up. He takes it back to the slavery slavery theme <laughs> and so very, very powerful very powerful uh, video there uh, the song however <laughs> is uh, not that uh, powerful he's actually really taking shots at uh, the young homie who's locked up behind bars that is Takashi 69 talking about stop snitching you can see he can smell a bitch person a mile off only bitches only a bitch person would uh, you know snitch and all that so he makes his uh, his opinions known. He talks about the altercation that I had with Takashi when he came to. Uh, so very, very vivid and very, uh, very clear message uh, to what he thinks about snitches uh, with this song "Stop Snitching." But yeah, it's still hard, man. I actually liked it. I really liked it. <laughs> you know, I don't really care for Homeboy, man. I know he's locked up and stuff, but I don't really care for Homeboy. I don't really listen to his music, man. And yeah, I don't really care for the guy. So. Um, you know what he's done he's done it and you know he's got to pay the consequences for that but uh yeah uh you know yg makes his opinions known as well so they also had a back and forth going on when uh, he was at um you know when he was uh, before he was locked up and obviously now he's just making it known as well after hearing all the uh updates regarding uh 69's case so that's why yg was snop stop snitching and uh, a really good track, man, and a great video, man. Make sure you go check that out. Next up, man, we got DJ Snake. DJ Snake comes through with his yearly summer song, man. Uh, whether or not he's putting out an album, it's, yeah, remains to be seen. But he comes through with his yearly summer song. This time, he teams up with Offset, Twenty One Savage, Sheck West, and Gucci Mane. Drop off the track. Enzo checks on the chorus duties and the other people the other the other gentlemen handle the verses yeah it's all right man it's all right track not nothing great nothing major nothing like his um uh, uh, outstanding track uh was it uh bipolar sunshine uh, that you put out a few years ago uh, but yeah, this is, I think it's just uh, a cram full of you know the hottest people out right now and I just, it just didn't really mesh well for me the song man having everybody on there uh, 21 Offset Gucci Shek it just didn't really mesh well for me and just as a song itself I wasn't really feeling it uh, so yeah I know that obviously summer is coming and you want to get your you know all, all the bangers and all that out right now so it just so it picks up steam but I don't think this one is it DJ Snake man if you're listening uh, I don't think this one is it not in my opinion anyway uh yeah just just a very mediocre very subpar uh track here from uh dj snake with all these gentlemen on there uh but hey ho man that's uh that's one you know how many we're getting loads of some summer party banger tracks in it and you know there's, not all of them can be amazing uh, but yeah this one as I said very mediocre very subpar track but you guys go check that out that's DJ Snake Offset 21 Savage Sheck West and Gucci Mane with Enzo also on your streaming services now 
Next up, man, we got BJ the BJ the Chicago Kid, man. He dropped his second single, man, of 2019 after doing an incredible cover of LMA's "Close." Uh, he absolutely smoked that. Comes through and drops another smoker here with time today, man. When are we gonna get that new album, BJ? I'm uh, heavily anticipating that. Uh, this time to their track, uh, Flames, man. I really, really like it. Uh, as I said, I'm a big fan of BJ, man. I think he's a tremendously talented singer. Uh, slept on a lot by a lot of people. Again, another slept on artist. Um, nobody gives him his props. Uh, but yeah, another great track by him. And yeah, just eagerly anticipating that new album if he's going to release one anytime this year. It's been about three years since we got In My Mind. That was two, uh, four years now coming up to two, that was 2015. We got his album In My Mind, which was great. So heavily anticipating a new project from him this year. He put out a little EP last year. It was also really dope. Uh, but yeah, a full length project hopefully sometime soon. But yeah, this time today track smokes. So it's a, it's a smoker, man. So yeah. Make sure you guys, guys go check that out. It's on your streaming services as well. Next up, man, we got Return of the Murky One, man. The South London's own, UK's own Storm Z, man. So good, a good three years or so, two and a half years. Well, yeah, two and a half leading up to three years since his debut album, uh, Gang Signs and a Prayer. Man, we haven't heard from Storm Z in, uh, in a minute, man. It's been a long while, man. But he returned last week. Dropping off uh, his new track, Vossy Bot Man. Um, was he uh, set with the, you know, coming uh, hand in hand with it was the uh, visuals, the music video as well, which is really, really dope. It's got Idris in there, Idris Elba, I guess, starring in there. And yeah, man, really, really dope, uh, dope music video. And the song is dope as well, man. I'm not just saying that because I'm from the UK and I'm bigging up, you know, where I'm from and all the artists from here. The song is dope, man. Um, I see this ringing off a lot in the clubs here as well. Definitely, so yeah, also it's more of a party record, you know. We're getting the bossy bop, man. All, all my guys do the bossy bop, <laughs> yeah. So I can see this ringing off a lot in the clubs over here, man. I hear, I can, I can hear it, I can even hear it picking up steam right now. And yeah, so it's a dope track, man. It's great to hear from Storms after a long time, man. So uh, that can only mean that we're gonna get uh, hopefully a new album or something from Storms this year. Uh, so hopefully he's gearing up for the release of a new project sometime soon this year. I can only hope. But for now, man, this bossy bot man, uh, be prepared to hear this all over radio, all over uh, your clubs, and just all over the summer as well. Uh, so I think this one's going to ring off uh, quite heavily, man. So yeah, that, that is Stormzy with Vossy Bob. Make sure you guys go check that out, man. Big up Storms, man. Big fan, man. Got to big up the UK. We got to big up where I'm from. So shouts out the storms, man, for that storms evil bossy bop. Next up, man, we've got Jim Jones. So Jim Jones is set to release his new album, El Capo, May thirty first. Uh, he drops uh, another single from there, right? Uh, or not, not another single. The first single from there called Mama, I Made It, and it's featuring fellow Dipset member Cameron. And uh, it is what you expect, man, from a Jim Jones Cameron uh, collab, man. You're like you're. You know, your go-to, your your original Dipset sort of track, man. So, really, really dope track from Jim, man. Uh, Jim put out a great album last year with uh, Wasted Talent. And he's coming back with El Capo this year. So, really uh, excited for it. 
heavily anticipating it. But this song here, Mama, I made it, man. Dope track, man. Uh, you know, pure hip hop heads will love this track. Uh, I'm black, like myself. He's a big uh, Dipset Diplomats fan, big Jim Jones fan as well. Uh, I don't, I don't think people give Jim his flowers as well, man. He puts up really, really dope projects, man. He's got really, really dope albums. Wasted Talent, Hustlers Poem. Muscles Poet Man, uh, yeah, he's, he's just got really dope albums, um, which I don't think many people recognise or pay Jim his props or give him his flowers, but, uh, you know, he's he's on a mission, man, he's been working really, really hard, man, not, not just in the gym, <laughs> but in terms of his music, and he's also starting up a new, uh, a new artist scheme where, you know, if they want any sort of advice or anything like that, they can come to him. So he's doing a lot of great work out there as well. So shouts out to Jim, man. Another dope track here. Really excited for that El Capo project. Uh, but for now, yeah, this Mama I Made It track with Cameron, dope, man. So make sure you guys go check that out. That is Jim Jones and Cameron with Mama I Made It. And the last track, man, we got this week, man. It just came today, really. It came uh, from Ari Lennox, man. Uh, she uh, dropped this new track off her upcoming album. Alright, and uh, this one's called Up Late. She already dropped the track Sh Shea Butter Baby. Obviously, that was from the Creed 2 soundtrack. She's going to make an appearance on the, her new album uh, and Whipped Cream as well. Uh, she dropped quite a few months ago. But yeah, for now, man, she uh, for her latest offering, she dropped this new track Up Late, man, and it's uh, a very, very sexy, sexy track, man. You know, she's talking about, you know, all the. All the activities that will happen at late night, you know, when you're when you're with her, man, and what she expects. So, um, a very sultry, very sexy track, man, from uh, the beautiful Ari Lennox, man. Uh, yeah, really dope track, man, really dope one. And, uh, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed listening to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so very sexy, sultry track, uh, track from the beautiful Ari Lennox with Up Late. Uh, make sure you guys go check that out really dope man get you in those nice, little sexy bedroom vibes man <laughs> make sure you guys go check that out whoo man that wraps us up on the single side of things man so i said yeah it was a lot a lot of singles man over these last two weeks so yeah man um hopefully i covered everything man apologies if i missed anything i don't think i have uh, but yeah, those were the uh, main singles over these last two weeks. Man, let's talk about let's uh, transition to a bit of news as we do then, right? So over these last two weeks, so we got we got we didn't get much, we didn't we didn't get hit with like a shitstorm of news or anything like that. Um, we just got a few uh, things here and there. Starting things off, man. Um, as I said. Uh, uh, shouts out and you know rest in peace to the late great Nipsey Hussle man you know we're still we're still over here man mourning uh, this gentleman's death and we're celebrating his life as well and I remember talking back in the last few weeks uh, on, the, on the episodes we'll be talking about uh, how Nipsey War went to uh, his shop actually to pick up clothes for one of his homeboys that were coming home uh, just the next day and so he would look fly for dinner and stuff and then we reported that this gentleman was actually released from jail and put back in jail because he was affiliated with a gang member and that gang member being Nipsey, right? But we did get news just uh, over the last uh, two weeks or so that um, uh, his, his friend, uh, uh, who was Kerry Layton, right, uh, who was arrested for associating with Nipsey, is set to be released. So Kerry Layton, the man injured in a fatal shooting of Nipsey, is suspected to be released from custody after officials arrested him on a parole violation. March 31st, after meeting with uh, Nipsey to retrieve clothes from his marathon clothing store, 
Uh, upon reconnecting with his family, Latham was struck by gunfire in the back near his spine. He was immediately hospitalized, treated and temporarily confined to a wheelchair as a result of his injuries. Less than two weeks later, police arrested him at his halfway house for probation violation, accusing him of associating with known gang member, a known gang member, which in this case was Nipsey. Uh, his arrest sparked widespread backlash as many reiterated their calls for probation and parole reform. In fact, even Meek Mill, whose adult life has been plagued by probation violations, expressed his concerns experienced with the botched system. But now, uh, less than a week after the controversial arrest, he is expected to be released. Police initially made the arrest based on Nipsey's affiliation to the Roland 60 Crips. But after learning of uh, Nipsey's contributions to the community with many, including the mayor of LA, Describing the late rapper and activist as a pillar of the community, uh, Layton's charges were dropped. Uh, now the Department of Corrections is working to get him released. So just yeah, as I said, man, just a stupid, uh, just a stupid, you know, arrest from the LAPD, and you know, not knowing all this information is just you know, the justice system is all fucked up and corrupt anyway, isn't it? As you know, Mika said as well. So. It's just you know, it's good to you know, it's just you know, finally like some a mistake that they've made is getting rectified for now. Anyway, with the world, the smallest world, this this in it in it in its actuality is very small. You know, the biggest problem is obviously the uh, the justice system in the U.S., uh, which obviously needs a lot of redecorating, a lot of revamping, really. Uh, but for this gentleman, man, I'm really happy for him that you know he's been uh, let go. He's not being held any longer. Uh, and yeah, you know, just for you know, being friends with uh, Nipsey, who, who's who's labelled as in quotation marks a uh, a, a known gang member, or known gang affiliate. Get the fuck out of it with that shit, man. But yeah, it's good to see that. Uh, yeah, th- this friend, this gentleman, you know, Nipsey was picking up clothes for. He's set to be uh, released. So yeah, rest in peace to Nipsey, man. Rest in peace. More news, man. Coming this week, man. Skepta, the legendary grime artist, man. One of my uh, one of my favorite grime artists, man. One of the godfathers of grime, I like to call him, man. He announced that his new album is coming out May thirty first, and it's titled "Ignorance Is Bliss." So definitely be on the lookout for that uh, coming out at the end of uh, this month. "Ignorance Is Bliss," uh, new Skepta album. We haven't heard from Skepta since two thousand sixteen's Konnichiwa, man. So it's been just about three years. Also, he's put out a few tracks here, been featured on a few tracks, but um, yeah, really excited to hear a new Skepta project, man, uh, coming out May 31st, so be on the lookout for that. Speaking of new albums, as I said, we, we talked about Ari Lennox, man, um, and she's got her new album, as I said, uh, coming out May uh, May 7th, so uh, next, uh, next, next week, yeah, she's coming out next week, man, next Thursday, I, be- I believe, yeah, no, yeah, May, May, yeah, May, May 7th, it's coming out, yeah, next Tuesday, actually, yeah, it's coming out next Tuesday, uh, so yeah, she's got a new album, Shea Butter Baby, uh, it's called, straight after the title track that was featured on, um, the Creed 2 soundtrack, and we even got the track listing as well. We didn't get the track listing for Skepta, uh, but uh, you know, when more news comes on that, I'll see. I'll come back to you, come back to you guys. But we got, we got uh, the title and uh, the track listing for Ari's new album, man. 
and yeah Shaber a baby man comes in at 12 tracks featuring the already released up late Shaber a baby with J Cole and whipped cream uh, and then we've got a feature from JRD on track 3 broke and that is the only other listed feature uh, on Ari's new album and we even got the we even got the run uh, runtime of the album 44 minutes 12 tracks coming to 44 minutes uh, featuring Up Late, Shea Butter Baby, Broke with JRD, Whipped Cream and so yeah really really excited about Ari's new album if you haven't heard any other projects from Ari all her new songs or any of her songs man make sure you go check it out she had a great little EP she put out a few years ago called Pho, P-H-O in 2016 I came across her actually when I went to go see J. Cole uh, live uh, last year and so Ari opened up for her as well she had, they had the whole Dreamville opening up and yeah, that was the first time I heard from her and she performed this faux EP as well, which was really, really dope, man. Uh, and she said, I really like, I really like R&B, you know, <laughs> transitioning more into R&B these days. But yeah, it was a really, really dope EP. So make sure you guys go check that out and be on the lookout for a new album, Shape Butter Baby, coming May the 7th, man, next week. Right, some more news man uh, let's talk about some more news here so Bum B man you know Bum B put out an album this week uh, with Static Selector called Static Trill or Trill Static uh, we'll talk about that later uh, but for now Bun's been in the news uh, <laughs> and you know, shouts out to Bun man and uh, uh, he was actually he chased an armed robber um, he chased an armed robber uh, out, uh, out of his ha- house and uh and um, yeah, he, he chased an arm robber out of his house after a shootout, right? And uh, yeah, um, and yeah, he actually managed. Uh, he ended up actually managing to shoot him <laughs> in the process. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, he actually chased an arm robber out of his house after a shootout. So Bombi didn't just defend his wife and home when a masked man with a gun tried to rob him. Uh, we've been told that he chased the guy down and unmasked him to make sure his ass was going to jail. The Houston rapper's lawyer uh, was told, uh, was telling sources that Bun and his wife met with the district attorney this week to discuss the incident and they have been reassured that they have been treated as victims in the case. Uh, so we were informed that everything they've reported lines up with law enforcement's investigation and the suspect, Demonte Jackson, is facing three first-degree felonies. Two counts of aggravated robbery with a weapon and one count of burglary. Uh, we've been told that uh, Bum wasn't specifically targeted by the intruder. He was going house to house in the neighbourhood and his wife happened to answer the door. Um, when his wife offered up her Audi in the garage to, in the garage to the suspect, uh, which is where Bum confronted him and a gunfight ensued, uh, they were informed that the man escaped and left his gun behind. Bun then hopped in his car and pursued him. We're told the, they were told that the rapper caught up and held the guy at gunpoint, then made him take off his mask so he could identify him. The suspect then escaped again. As we're told, uh, the, the Jackson, the, the uh, intruder, showed up at the Houston area hospital several hours later with a gunshot injury to his shoulder. He was treated and then arrested. Man, shouts out to Bumby, man. Big shouts out to Bumby, man. Holding it down for him and his family. Man, and you know, stopping any other harm coming to him, man. And you know, so in a world that is so fucking evil and so disgusting these days, you know, it's good to see that, you know, uh, 
you know, some people, uh, you know, people are getting, you know, I'm not saying, you know, people deserve to be shot and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, he was just defending his family and, you know, he did it the right way, I guess, you know, uh, you know, and just sticking up for what's right, man. <laughs> so, you know, note to self, man, note to everybody out there, do not fuck with Bun or his house or his family, man. <laughs> so that was uh, that was quite uh, enlightening news to see, man. <laughs> Shouts out to Bumby, man. Shouts out to him. You know, holding it down for his family and shit. <laughs> right. Uh, Rob Kraft, man, Robert Kraft, the Patriots owner, the New England Patriots owner. Right, so we discussed all of his uh, allegations in the prostitution ring and the human trafficking ring and things like that. And how he went to the spa and, you know, he engaged in some sexual acts with the masseuse and things like that. Uh, More news has actually come out and they've said that they intend to release the secretly recorded clips of his, um, him and other, excuse me, other men's alleged soliciting uh, of sexual acts at the spa right they are uh, it's gonna they are looking to get that released and at the same time the masseuse in this uh, in his prosecution prostitution case was arrested and charged in order to give up her career in the spa industry so the masseuse in Rob Craft's prostitution case was arrested and charged and was ordered to give up her career in the spa industry and her name Shen Mingbi, uh, who allegedly performed sexual acts on the Patriots owner at the South Florida Spa, has been arrested for a role in the sting operation. According to jail records obtained by uh, CBS, the 58-year-old Mingbi was arrested and charged on multiple prostitution-related offences. The woman had, uh, had been under surveillance since February after detectives saw her make a cash deposit with no income reported in Florida. After further investigation, officials issued a search warrant for Mingbi's safety deposit box, which uncovered more than 43000 in cash. And she was then arrested and charged for living off the earnings from prostitution, in addition to eight counts of uh, a sign or offer to commit or engage in prostitution. According to reports, Mingbi's arrest came just one week after the spa worker Lee Wang, who was 43, old, 43 years old, uh, who was also reportedly present during this session, yeah, they were arrested in with eight counts of offers to commit prostitution. Both women are accused of servicing men at the spa, uh, and where police obtained a video of Rob Craft allegedly paying for and receiving sexual favors from both women. Since then, Mingbi has been released on a five thousand dollar bond and has been ordered to turn over her passport and give up her career as a masseuse. Jesus Christ! In the meantime, Craft's legal team is still fighting to block the release of the surveillance footage. Man, I tell you, man, <laughs> you know, Robert Kraft's a very powerful, very wealthy individual, so I would not be surprised if, you know, this this video does not see the light of day, uh, but uh, yeah, I will be very surprised if it does, not surprised if it doesn't, uh, but obviously with these things going out about, you know, going out in the air and in social media and in the, in, in the era of social media right now, if this video were to be released, man, uh, I cannot see uh, this individual lasting too long being the owner of the Patriots. He might be having to step down. But obviously that is just a foregone conclusion at the moment. Uh, it just shows you, man, the power of the white man, man. And, you know, white guys get, white people get up to nasty shit sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, there we go. 
but yeah, it's just very interesting, man. More developments coming on that case as well. It's just uh, very interesting to see. But uh, yeah, let's let, let, let's keep our eyes and ears open for that. And now the Queen, man, Beyonce, is fresh off releasing her Netflix special, which we also talk about, Homecoming. Um, she's actually reportedly inked a $60 million Netflix deal for three specials. So, yeah, she reportedly signed a $60 million deal for three specials. Get ready to see more content. And, yeah, uh, the deal includes Homecoming, which was the documentary released last uh, week or the week just before. Centered around her amazing Coachella performance, uh, as well as two more projects are two more projects are to be delivered from the Queen. Um, HBO, who previously released her visual album Lemonade and her first documentary uh, Life Is But a Dream, has been in negotiations with Beyonce for the rights to the Homecoming documentary, but they weren't able to secure the project because Netflix made her an offer, so she just couldn't refuse. Right, it's not clear how much Netflix paid for the documentary. Hollywood insiders believe Netflix paid $20 million for that one special alone. However, representatives for Netflix and Beyonce have refused to comment. If that's not enough, consider the fact that she's also released a surprise live album also for this uh, documentary she put out, um, as well as a, a, a bevy of new Homecoming-related merchandise for fans to wear. And Yeah... So she signed a three, uh, reportedly signed a three uh, movie deal, three documentary deal. Now the first one was this Homecoming. I believe the second one will be a documentary about her on the run tour uh, with Jay that she performed all over the world. Uh, I do believe that's going to be the second one there. And I think the third one will be maybe uh, one that is going to accompany the release of a new album. Uh, but uh, yeah, I do think that the second one is going to be uh, documents uh, or just footage from uh, on the run tour that she's done all over the world. The second one with her husband, uh, Jay-Z. Uh, but yeah, we'll talk about her homecoming documentary uh, just uh, a bit later on. But yeah, shouts out to Beyonce, man, getting that back. <laughs> Right, man. Yeah, that was uh, that was our news port, our news uh, news part of the segment. Uh, yeah, let's transition into some albums now, man. So we got uh, quite a few albums last uh, over the last two weeks. Kicking things off, man. We had a uh, Wiz Khalifa drop in uh, on four twenty. You know, as Wiz would normally do, uh, he drops uh, a new little mixtape, new project called Fly Times Volume One: The Good Fly Young. And we clocked in at 14 tracks here, man. We got features from Ty Dollar Sign, Chevy Woods, Currency, uh, The Moonlight, um, Young Deji, man. We got uh, what's so uh, Sosaman, a lot, a lot of features on here, man. Um, yeah, 14 tracks coming to 44 minutes, man. And it's a, a really, actually, a really, really dope Wiz project, man. It, it's taking me back, it gave, gave me nostalgia. Uh, when listening to this project, it gave me a lot of nostalgia back to those Christian Orange Juice, Taylor Alderdice uh, mixtape Wiz, man. Uh, there's, there's the argument to be had. Mixtape Wiz is greater than album Wiz, and I think a lot of people would agree with me on that. And a lot of people are in agreement on that. And I think this is no different, man. This project here, Fly Times Volume 1, man, it was so chilled out. Uh, matches the 420 Stoner vibe uh, that Wiz is always, always portraying. Man, and it's just just great chill music, man. Definitely, man. Just great chill music. You know, linking up with Ty Dolla Sign as well, man. On some of the tracks, it's just just phenomenal, and then the moonlight as well. So I I really really enjoyed this uh, 
uh, Fly Times Volume One Project Man, um, you know, and was was just uh, fresh off of releasing Rolling Papers Two last year, which was quite a lengthy album, came in about twenty four tracks. Uh, I don't think many people really talked about it. Or it wasn't given much praise or anything like that. It's, it was still it's still dope, but I think as as I said, a lot of people think that when Wiz makes a mis- mixtape or a project that's not considered an album, I think that's where he shines better. And I definitely do think that. Although saying that, uh, he has put out two great albums, in my opinion, with Rolling Papers 1 and uh, ONIFC. Uh, I think that is my favourite Wiz Khalifa album, ONIFC. But his mixtapes are just something else, man. Taylor Alderdice, Christian Orange Juice, Cabin Fever, uh, Burn After Rolling. Um, and just to name a few, man. Yeah, those, those mixtapes were just classics, man. Uh, Christian Orange Juice is definitely heralded as a classic. And that is also it was released to streaming services as well. Uh, but yeah, this Fly Times Volume One, the Good Fly Young, said fourteen tracks, uh, a plethora of features, man. My favorite tracks will be Real As You Think, track one, Taylor, track number two, Goat Flow, track three, Back to Winning. That's probably one, if not the favorite track of here with Ty Dollar Sign. Um, what You Deserve, track seven. Uh, you know Taylor Life, track ten. Monitored Millions 13, track 13, and track 14, all for you. Man. So, yeah, a really, really dope project from Wizman. Unexpected, we didn't expect it, but you know, dropped on 420, and you know, obviously matches up with his whole personality, you know, and his whole theme and his whole vibe. So, really dope project, man. I don't believe this has been talked about over the last two weeks or so. Uh, been slept on but make sure you guys show guys go check that out perfect perfect music to get you in that chill vibe man if you're relaxing out there in the garden man nice weather you know you're relaxing on the sunbed you know getting your tan on man just just uh put this on man I guarantee you it'll get you in the vibes man and yeah it's really dope project from Wiz so that's Wiz with the Fly Times Volume 1 the good Fly Young man uh, make sure yeah you go check that out it's on your streaming services now shout out to Wiz on that one next up man I said Bumby yes uh, legendary Bumby he put out uh, a new project with, with, the, with the legendary producer Static Selector shout out Static man uh, appreciate you showing us some love uh, true Static man uh, yeah, so this was actually released on Tidal just uh, the last the week before but then it impacted all other streaming services the deluxe version uh, just on Friday uh, so we've got 14 tracks on here, all coming to just about 49 minutes. So, uh, you know, packing into just under 40 minutes, which is uh, man, what, what, what most people are looking for these days. Um, and we've got, yeah, again, a plethora of features on here. We've got Method Man on here. Uh, man, we've got Fat Joe on here. Um, Smoke Dizza, Westside Gun, um, Uncle Murder, Big Crit, uh, Paul Wall. Man, yeah, we've got definitely got a lot, a lot, a lot of features, man. A lot, a lot of southern influence on there. Obviously, Bumby being from the south as well, man. Uh, and and uh, yeah, another another project, another great project that no one's really talking about, man. Um, this year, this project is really dope, man. Uh, this short static one. Shouts out, I said, shouts out the static man for a great production on this. Shouts out the Bun man, a legend in the game. Uh, the Trill OG as we say man yeah great tracks were one with Method Man Still Trill track number two Moving Mountains the first track is dope track with Fat Joe Bosky up man with him and Smoke Dizza also dope track with Westside Gunman you know how much I fuck with Griselda and things like that really really dope track there 
Uh, track seven, paperwork with Uncle Murder, really dope. Track nine, time flies, big crit. Uh, no, it's, uh, dope man. John Snow, track twelve with Paul Wall, man. Uh, and uh, yeah, man, really another really great project that no one's really talking about, man. Man, bumper out a really pro great project last year as well. Return of the Trill, Return of the Trill, OG man. He put out last year. I played a sleeper from there, man. Him and Gigs never going back. Uh, really dope project you put out last year. Not many people talked about it, uh, but it made it did make my uh, you know top albums of last year, and uh, well, I think it made my honourable mentions. Uh, but uh, yeah, this Chalk Static album, man, really really dope, man. I listened to it in the gym. Great gym music as well. Get you in the zone, and yeah, just a great project from Bun and a great uh, and Static, man, Static Selector. So shouts out to both gentlemen, man, doing their thing on this. Uh, so yeah, really, really dope project. As I said, those are my favourite tracks, and then another really great dope project there, man, from uh, from Bumby, man, and Static, man. So shout out to them. That's that's uh, Bumby and Static Selector with Chill Static. That is on your stream services now, man. Shout out to them. And then the biggest release in terms of albums, man, we got from Schoolboy Q. Yeah, just about three years after releasing Blank Face, man, Schoolboy came back. Um, released his new album Crash Talk Man led by the singles Chopsticks and Num Num Juice and Crash uh, yeah man Schoolboy returns man with his uh, fifth studio album and a lot of people get that confused his fifth so he had uh, I believe Habits and Contradictions uh, yeah, Oxymoron Blank Face um, Setbacks yeah, and then then comes uh, this uh, Crash Talk album, man. And uh, in terms of features, man, we got obviously Travis Scott on Chopsticks, uh, Black on uh, Drunk, Ty Dolla Sign and YG on Lies, track six, Twenty One Savage on track nine, Floating Dangerous. We got Kid Cudi on there, uh, track thirteen, Water a Little Baby. So we've got uh, quite a few features on there, but surprisingly no TDE features though, which was uh, very surprising to see. No Scissor, no J-Rock, no Kendrick, no Isaiah, no Absol, no, no, no TDE features at all, uh, which is very, very surprising to see. Uh, just, just run through the basis of the album, man, so... Yeah, obviously after three years, man. Yeah, Q coming in. Obviously, he, he was going to release this, but obviously after you know passing of the late great Mac Miller, rest in peace. One of Schoolboy's closest friends, he uh, he pushed the album back, and you know he wanted he needed time to mourn, you know, deservedly so, you know, as they were very very close friends, man. So uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, he finally released this album, man, and. Um, yeah, man, he touches on a variety of topics, man. He, do, he talks about his uh, the street life and where he grew up in entails, his view as a black man in America on black folk. Um, obviously, his adventures in uh, you know his adventures in chopsticks and lies. Um, you know, and then he talks about you know it was again his his gang life and all that and gang gang and die with them uh, and. Uh, you know, but he's got his uh, he's got his lady moments on there with uh, especially on drunk with black. You know, great great feature there, man. Great track there. Um, and uh, and then obviously he did be he, uh, on the last track attention. He just uh, rattles off some names of the rap heroes who've given him props. You know, Jay, Alchemist, and things like that, man. They've uh, he talks about all of that. 
Uh, but if I'm honest, man, this album really didn't grab me. If I'm honest, um, which is I'm, I'm quite I'm quite disappointed to really, and um, I, I'm saying that because. Uh, to me, I haven't heard a great Schoolboy Q album since Oxymoron, if I'm honest, this is my opinion. Uh, Blankface came out three years ago, and I gave that a few spins. It was okay, there was a few tracks on there, but it wasn't amazing, you know. I was still left feeling, you know, this is not like Oxymoron. And I know that obviously rappers are in different places, uh, you know, at different times, and you know, when they record music, that uh, is a reflection of what they were going through and all that. So you know, just this, this. Uh, obviously, you know, I say don't compare and things like that. Um, but I just, I just feel like um, I think for me personally, I think when Oxymoron came out, I was at uni, and I think I, I associate it with those times as well. So obviously, the times that you listen to these projects, um, you know, do have a quite big impact or quite a big uh, effect on how you perceive the album. Um, but you know, yeah, blank face. Uh, you know, there was a few tracks on there that I did like, but you know, it didn't really catch me. And the same goes for this Crash Talk album, man. I mean, I listened to it, and there was nothing really catching me from there. I mean, there was there's a few tracks as I said I did like Drunk, I did like Lies with uh, Ty Dollar and YG. Uh, Tails is also pretty dope. Uh, yeah, I didn't really like the opening track, Fire Gang Gang. Uh, I didn't really like Floating with 21, neither did I like the Kid Cudi track Dangerous. Um, Attention's dope, the last track as well. But I was just left feeling a bit, well, quite a bit disappointed really. Uh, you know, I was expecting, because I hadn't heard from Schoolboy in quite some time, you know, I was expecting some heat, man. And um, you know, Num Num Juice, yeah, dope as well, you know. But I didn't really like Chopsticks with Travis. Uh, so yeah, there's, there's quite there's quite a handful like I, I, I you know tracks on this I didn't like so I, I said I didn't like Gang Gang the first track Chopstick I'm not a big fan of Fifty Two Hundred mm, not a big fan of that either Black Folk is okay uh, yeah Floating not a fan Dangerous is not a fan Die with them it's just mm, all right Crash is okay Water a little baby I didn't like so that's what one two three four five six six out of fourteen yeah it's a good six out of fourteen tracks I didn't really like on there and so yeah I mean this is just a bit, bit of a 50-50 album for me on, on this case you know maybe I need to give it more time um, but uh, yeah on the first few listens just really didn't gravitate towards me didn't really catch me uh, but you know, maybe as I said, maybe I need to listen to it a few more times. But yeah, just just I was just quite a bit disappointed by by Q on this man. I was expecting more, you know, on the lyrical side of things, and uh, I, I kind of didn't get that from him on this one. Uh, but nonetheless, man, it's 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 an okay project, in my opinion. Not amazing, uh, not bad. Just just uh, just a mediocre project, in my opinion. Uh, so. Hey, let me know what you guys think. Uh, Schoolboy Q with his new album, Crash Talk. Yeah, uh, so make sure, yeah, make sure you guys go check that out, man. And yeah, let me know what you think. Right, 
Man, let's get to uh, let's get to the big things and let's get to some TV and movie, man. So, as I said, we, you know, we had Beyonce's Netflix special come out just a week and a bit ago, Homecoming, man. And I managed to check it out, um, you know, after it was announced and it was released April seventeenth, I believe. Uh, yeah, so uh, she put out the, the Homecoming documentary, which documents her rehearsals and her Coachella performance. That she did over those two weekends of last year's Coachella, man. And you know what, man? I'm I myself, I'm not a really big Beyonce fan. I don't really listen to much of her music. The odd one, two, like none of us, none of her songs are in my phone um, or downloaded anywhere. Uh, you know, I like the odd uh, a few songs here and there. I did like her, her Lemonade album. Like, you know, when she put that out, showed a different side to her. Uh, but so uh, yeah, you know, I've, I've never been a really, um, you know, really big advocate of her music. You know, uh, I I I know that she's uh, superiorly talented. Uh, but so uh, yeah, I didn't really know, you know, um, how great of a performer she was. You know, until I watched this documentary. I mean, I heard things about that Coachella performance last year. People talking about it. People going crazy. Saying it's like amazing and things like that. I didn't actually check it out because obviously the clips posted online weren't that great. Um, but you know, and then uh, this this documentary came just this year, documenting all of her trials and tribulations leading up to the the performance as she was training eight months for two hour or four hour if you want to call it because she did it twice uh, performance, and you know, obviously going through. Uh, her pregnancy as well, you know, after, you know, giving birth to the two beautiful twins that she has, Sir and Rumi, has uh, shifted, you know, uh, her way back into uh, stage shape, and, you know, all, all the things she was going through, man, uh, leading up to this, you know, rehearsing for it, uh, man, oh man, oh man, man, like, the newfound respect I have for this woman is just out of this world, man, um, just to see, you know, what she went through and how she got herself into shape for just a, uh, literally a four-hour performance, you know, two two-hour performances. Uh, it's just incredible, man. It's just incredible. The will, the determination by her, uh, you know, from everything, man. She was so meticulous from picking out the stage, from picking out the costumes, picking out the dancers, uh, the instruments, the music that she wants in the background and things like that, lighting and everything, man, was just absolutely phenomenal to see, man. Just uh, how invested she is in everything and how she put how much she puts, or like she puts all her all into the uh, these performances and orchestrating and constructing these performances, man, setting them up. Just amazing, man. Just to see that, uh, you know, from an artist's perspective. And then, you know, then she went out and she killed it, man, in that performance. She killed it. Man, whoever did the editing on this as well was crazy because, obviously, she did uh, two performances uh, over the two weekends in Coachella. So the way they've edited it into this uh, into this documentary is um, you see shots of her doing, like, she'd, she'd be doing one, her song, right? And she'd be in one set of attire. Then it will immediately switch to a different colour of attire. But she's doing the same song. And she's on beat, on key, everything, man. And obviously this is because, uh, as if she'd done two performances, she wore two different colour outfits over those two weeks. And the way the editor has done this is, is, is uh, they've uh, put it into, uh, you know, one. 
and it just it just looks incredible. I was I was I was constantly thinking, how is she changing clothes this quick? And then then I saw then I, then I read upon that it was actually two performances, and the editing on this was uh, you know they they merged them together, and it was just incredible, man, incredible. The performance was just absolutely incredible, man. Um, yeah, I've I've no words. I've never seen a Beyonce performance. I've heard people talk about how amazing she is and things like that. And after seeing this performance, man, I definitely have to say, you know, a lot of people are saying that she's probably the uh, one of, or if not the best performer uh, out right now, you know, or of all time, you know, even beating MJ and being Prince and things like that. Uh, I mean, I wasn't around to see, uh, you know, I, I saw Michael's performances on, on TV and things like that. They were amazing. Um, you know, I've never, I've, I haven't really seen much of Prince's performances. Uh, another great performer, I think, is Chris Brown. Uh, I think he, he puts on an incredible. I haven't seen him live yet, but on TV, man, he, uh, on one of the clips I see, he looks incredible. Uh, but definitely, I do have to say that Beyonce is, if not if not the best, uh, but she's one of the best performers after watching this documentary, man, to say absolutely incredible, just uh, what she went through and how she got there and, you know, just to put on that big of a show, man, uh, that that that, um, that incredible, uh, amazing level of a show, man, just, uh, yeah, just amazing, man, amazing performance, man, uh, and so... Yeah, shouts out to the Queen, man. Shouts out to Beyonce, the Queen. <laughs> um, yeah, incredible, man. So make sure you guys go check out that Homecoming documentary on Netflix. Beyonce Homecoming just gets you a newfound respect uh, for the Queen, man. Uh, which I which I, I didn't know about. So people who are not you know um, aware of how incredible she is or performances, go check out that documentary, man, and uh, you will be amazed, man. You will definitely be amazed. So that's Beyonce's uh, documentary Homecoming there. That is on your next Netflix screens. Uh, yeah, so go check that out, man. Right, man. Let's get to the biggest film of the decade, man. The biggest film of the year. The biggest film of the decade. Avengers Endgame. Dun-dun-dun-dun. <laughs> yeah, so... Leading up to this film, man, we had some trailers come out. I only watched the first trailer, then I took myself out of the uh, loop and not and uh, protected myself from watching any other trailers because I didn't want it to spoil anything or see any scenes from the film, right? So after that first trailer, the first official trailer came out, I did not watch any more, right? And uh, that was for my benefit. And uh, I actually kept off social media, man, for a good 24 to 48 hours. I kept off, kept off Twitter for uh, 48 hours. I kept off Instagram for a good four, uh, 24 hours as well. Because it was released uh, Wednesday night. They had the first showing here. And I didn't see it until Friday. Uh, I watched it twice. I watched it once on Friday and then again on Saturday. I'm going for a third time this week, man. And yeah, so... Uh, <sighs> Man, uh, where do I start? Um, where do I start? So it's gonna be spoiler free. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna aim to give it spoiler free, you know, unless I get caught up in all the excitement. Um, man, oh man, oh man, what an incredible, amazing, illustrious, mind-blowing, breathtaking, out of this world film this is, man. 
wow just wow man i'm not saying that because i'm a huge comic book nerd fan you know fanboy because you know i've been reading these comics when i was growing up and i'm, I'm a big superhero nerd man i love my superheroes i love my marvel I love my dc man i'm not just saying it because of that but this film man it was absolutely incredible man you'd think three hours runtime man oh shit it's gonna be really long and all that but they use those three hours to perfection they use it to perfection i didn't think you know when infinity war came last year i was like this is amazing man how are they gonna top this and they managed to top it you know uh exceedingly exceedingly man and what a fitting conclusion, man, to this whole Avengers Infinity Saga, man. This uh, whole Phase 3, man. It makes me very, very upset, though, you know, um, that this is the last Avengers film, man. Uh, man, this shit had me crying. Uh, I didn't cry on Friday because I was with my boy. <laughs> Saturday I was crying because, uh, yeah, I was uh, with other company. You know, I was with my girl. <laughs> uh, I, I was crying at that, man. Um, just just so, such an emotional film as well. Puts you through the emotional ringer. Uh, just the action sequences are amazing, man. Just some of the action sequences just blow your mind and just gas you up to another level. I'm not going to spoil any of it. You know, I'm trying not to spoil any of it, but it just gasses you up to another level, man. And yeah, uh, the just 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 the emotional roller coaster throughout the whole film. I remember watching it on Friday for the first time, man, and the shit going on throughout the film man it was just a massive emotional roller coaster the reactions i was giving out the reactions the audience were giving out man it was just incredible one of the best cinematic experiences i've been to man in my life and it all ended with you know the audience clapping and cheering man so that was amazing um yeah it's, it's an incredible film man uh, and a really really amazing incredible film um uh, just uh, yeah, the storytelling, the character development, and just everything, man, going along and just coming to a coming to a fitting and uh, a combination, man, a fitting conclusion uh, to this whole Infinity War saga, this Phase Three saga, man, of these uh, twenty twenty two films, these twenty one twenty two films over the last eleven years, man. So it all started off with Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man in two thousand and eight, man, and it's uh, spanned eleven years, twenty two films. Uh, yeah, what what a uh, what a great great ending. What a great, very sad, very depressing ending. Uh, in the light of that, is there's no you know in the light that it's not going to be another Avengers film now. Um, and that's not a spoiler, you know. They said like you know this is the last Avengers film uh, with these with these characters anyway. Uh, so yeah, uh, whether or not they're gonna uh, go ahead and make the new Avengers now, because you know Fox has now been bought by Disney, and uh, so that's that's now uh, in, in taking over all the X Men and Deadpool and all that. And in the comics, the X Men are actually a part of the Avengers that do make appearances here and there. Uh, so you know who knows it where in the future whether they're gonna do a new Avengers and incorporate these X-Men into it man but there's there's still uh, quite a quite a few Marvel films to look forward to we've got Spider-Man Far From Home coming out uh, just in July 
uh, we also have got uh, Disney we've got the uh, Disney Plus streaming service coming up and they're doing the series you've got a Hawkeye series a Loki series a Wonder and Vision series a Falcon and Winter Soldier series so we've all got that to look forward to we've got the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 um, just to name a few we've got you know that's a part of this whole MCU so yeah man uh, we've, got, we've got some more stuff to look forward to it's going to be very interesting to see uh, the future uh, how uh, but the Russo brothers did say that they're not going to be making any Marvel movies anytime soon or yet uh, obviously they're taking a break after these this whole Infinity Saga that they've done uh, so yeah man um, as I said just summing it all up man an incredible incredible movie man uh, thoroughly enjoyed it watching it two times I'm, I'm, I'm going to thoroughly enjoy it again when I watch it for the third time this week man and yeah just a, a fitting ending a fitting conclusion to a great series a great run of films man and you know what man um, you know once this becomes available and things like that I'm definitely going to sit and watch all the films in chronological order and just you know do a marathon man and uh, so I'm really excited about that uh, but yeah for now man I definitely recommend you know, all you superhero fans all you Avengers fans to definitely check out this film man yeah, you will not be disappointed and for anyone who has actually even checked out any of the Avengers films and things like that get sorry get yourself clued up man just watch um sorry watch um a little summary or watch like uh, the, fir the, the first three Avengers films just to get an understanding of everything and um, yeah, go check it out, man. It's just it's just a great um, great film, man. Take your kids, take your wife, take your family, man. Um, and take your significant other. Um, check it out, man. Just just a great film, even even if you're not um, even if you're not interested in it, you know. But uh, you know, I, I guarantee you, know, it's 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 it's, it's wholesome fun, man. So uh, yeah, man. Great great film there, Avengers Endgame, man. Sad to see it all ends, you know. But here's to the future, you know. Um, you know, I was depressed the whole weekend, man. I felt lost, like, oh shit, man. There's no more Avenger films to look forward to and shit. Um, but I've slowly started to accept it now, and uh, until probably I watch it again for the third time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've slowly started to accept it now. I'm looking forward to the future. Uh, really looking forward to just, uh, the Spider-Man film, as he is my favorite Marvel superhero. Uh, favorite Avenger obviously has to be Tony Stark, right? Iron Man. Um, I really loved his Iron Man films, uh, but yeah, he's my favorite Avenger. But my favorite Marvel superhero is Spider Man. Favorite DC superhero is Batman, but my favorite superhero of all time is Batman. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. So as I said, uh, really, really uh, amazing film, man. Avengers in game. As I said, uh, yeah, go check that out, man. And yeah, spoiler-free review. As I said, I'm not spoiling anything. Uh, just for those of you who haven't watched it, but if you haven't watched it by now, man, what are you doing? Go out and watch it. Uh, yeah, so great, great, amazing, incredible, outstanding film, man. Go check that out. Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Right, ladies and gentlemen, man, man we got to do a lot of shit, man. I, I thought this was going to be quite a long episode, man, but we're only at an hour of ten. Um, so, yeah, we got to do a lot of shit, man, a lot of shit. Uh, hope I haven't bored you guys. Uh, hope I've kept it entertaining. And, yeah, so, you know, um, let's, let's, let's end things as, uh, as, as we should. 
uh, with my sleeper segment for uh, this week, man. Um, so, I do normally play two sleepers after I've missed a week. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, uh, I'm only going to play one this week. Um, and that comes from my boy Jack Hoy, man. He actually released a project just the other week. 404, a little EP. Uh, he released a nice little four, a little EP there coming in at about nine tracks. Um, he's going independent now. Um, just shout out to him. Uh, that's my guy, Jack Hoy, man. Big fan of you. Played him as sleepers when I was starting off uh, this uh, whole podcast journey. And it feels right to only just you know, honor him more and continue that. Uh, with his new project so uh, this is uh, off of his new uh, EP 404 uh, so this is Jack Hoy and this is uh, Don't Be Sorry so let's get into these vibes man this is Jack Hoy Don't Be Sorry off, its, off his new 404 EP Brand new, brand new. Don't be sorry, love it when you touch me, baby. How bad do you want it? Yeah. Don't be sorry, love it when you touch me, baby. Yeah. Your nigga probably fucking up right now. He fucking with me for the club right now. I'm laying cozy in my bed. But I can really use some help right now, right now You get on my nerves, you get on my nerves But you stimulate my mind, stimulate my mind yeah, Tryna catch a bird, just got on a fly yeah, To the west side, live my best life yeah. Don't be sorry, love it when you touch me, baby How bad do you want it? Don't be sorry, love it when you touch me, baby how bad do you want it? Yeah. Let's examine these motivations You have your issues you're born and raised with I'll keep it true, I was fine, the same shit But all you needed was patience Started running when I got famous Hearing me with these accusations Don't know what they stars they came with Still on the same shit like Running like this time Get out my mind That's my boy, man, Jack Hoy there. But don't be sorry off his brand new EP 404. Make sure you guys go check that out. Great EP. One of my favorite artists, man, Jack Hoy. Man, shouts out to Jack Hoy. That's my guy. Just don't be sorry. Right, ladies and gentlemen, man. Yeah, that wraps us up for episode 63 this week, man. Uh, as I said, hope you enjoyed it. You know, hope I didn't bore you guys too much. Thank you for listening. And, um... Stay safe out there, man. 
Uh, hope you're all in good health. Hope you had a good week uh, over these last two weeks or so. I uh, hope you're gearing up to have a good week this week. Got bank holiday coming up here in the UK, man. Another bank holiday, man. Uh, but I'm not sure what the weather's looking like at the moment. It doesn't look like that great over the last few weeks that we've had it. Uh, but so yeah, man. As I said, just stay safe out there, man. And yeah, just stay blessed, man. And until next week, man. I'll be back same time, same place. And yeah, till next week. It's your boy. It's your host. You know. The host with the most, the boy with the most sauce, the boy with the most chutney, with a sprinkle of garam masala on top. The roti to your subji, the da to your rice, man. It's your boy, the notorious G-U-J-I. It's your boy, Melanosa, man. Episode 63, man. Till next week, peace out.